It's one time for the East Coast. Try stay stand up. Uh. Welcome, 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 one and all to the wild Woody Five City. You have now in it. Safety center, picture the crowd sickin'. Sleep, sheep, darkness, thicker than most. Take it, I told her that beast in a choke. City never sleeps, you are in the East Coast. So welcome back. Alright, what's up, what's up, what's up, y'all? This is Miss T and this is Slightly Unfiltered, a show where we talk about relatable issues and topics that concerns us as a people, us as women, and us as Christians. So before I delve into the topic today, which is putting ourselves to the side and being of service to others, I want to share a, a scripture with you. And it's coming from Galatians 5.13, and it says, you, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free, but not to use your freedom to indulge in flesh, rather serve one another humbly in love. When I think of the scripture, it makes me think what we are here for. We're not here for ourselves, but we're here to help others in genuine love. And uh, many times in our lives with so much stuff going on, you know, our own worries, our own concerns, we forget about the needs of those who may be less fortunate. So today I have a few individuals that are actually serving others and giving of themselves for the needs of others. Uh, one of them I actually went to school with <laughs> and got in plenty of trouble along the way with someone else, I won't mention names. And uh, she is now studying to be a professional photographer at Community College. She is also volunteering while using her gift and services as freelance photographer for Dope Organization. Welcome, Lois. Thank you. And we also have the founder and CEO of Dope Organization, a nonprofit organization that services the homeless community. That um, she's also a minister as well, you know, and let's welcome Jay Crab. Hello. And last but not least, I hear he's Miss Jay's right-hand man who is the planning committee of Dope Organization, which is an important role as well for any organization. So let's welcome Mr. Silas Solomon. Well, thank you. Good evening, everybody. Oh, welcome, welcome, guys. And glad you guys can join me today. Like I was uh, mentioned earlier, I actually saw you guys on Facebook out uh, there feeding homeless. I was so amazed by the, the people that were out there serving and feeding the homeless because I personally don't see it for myself. You know, a lot of times I don't see that often. And many of us want to make an impact, but sometimes it can be a one-time thing or, you know, a few times and then it's back to our regular lives. I see been out there and you've been consistent you know so can you give me some insight into how you stayed consistent as opposed to others who may not have been and you know what's your staying power um that's a loaded question because there, there's like no one like you know one key way to stay consistent mm -hmm. i think one of the things that we all mess up with is that we try to we try to, you know, love a thing and feel passionate about a thing all the time. Mm -hmm. But I think the key for us is we've learned that the importance of the purpose of what we're doing, more importantly, um, than how we feel about it. Because you're not always going to feel good about it. You're not always going to want to do it. Your body may not always be, you know, in the best shape. But no matter what, we understood the purpose. And that uh, that was, I guess, I guess you would say that that would be our staying power. Um, okay. Yeah, against all odds, yeah. 
That's what's up. That's good. I I do understand that. So your organization is called Dope, right? Yes. Okay. Tell everyone what that means and and why you named it that. Um, it stands for Doing Our Part Eclectically, mm-hmm. and it just simply means that um, it was when the organization was founded. We founded it solely for literally for us to do our part for the community. So we added that eclectically part to it because we felt like um, everything we do is a little bit creative. We try to do it in our own, put our own spin on it. So um, we try to make it, well, we are making a difference in the world, but we're just doing it in our own, in our way, you know, and what works best for us. Right. How long it's been going on? You know, how long it's been in existence? Oh, well, we've been a 501c3 organization for two years, but mm-hmm. we've been an organization um, serving the community for five okay okay and um i heard that one of the reasons why it's been going strong is because of uh, your right hand man <laughs> silas solomon uh tell everyone again mr silas um your role in a dope organization and what you do everything <laughs> everything <laughs> everything that you do <laughs> I mean, um, my role is, uh, it's just, I would say being there, um, that's, that's more of what my, what my role is. Uh, I wouldn't say I do anything too special. Um, I just, um, just there to, to, to back up Jay and, uh, support the vision. You know, I, I just would try to cover any areas that, um, she may, um, just, you know, just may overlook because she does so much. But I just try to make sure that I pick up in those areas, you know. So it's it's a team thing. Like I said, I wouldn't say that I do uh, that I'm not in the running. It's it's definitely for me. I would say it's definitely, definitely been Jay and and her tenacity, to, uh, you know, to to do it. Uh, so her will and drive to do it, you know, motivates me to 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 want to help uh, make sure it uh, has the ability to stay. So. And I can see there's a, a lot of good communication because to do so much, you have to be communicating with each other to make sure it comes out smoothly. Well, it may not always come out smoothly. That's just life. But and, and I can see that it can't be easy, you know. So I know how hard, you know, the process is of planning and putting things together. One, me being an event planner as well. So I understand certain aspects of it but how do you do it as far as this type of uh organization these events that you do as far as uh, where to serve and how to delegate and the security and things of that nature we basically i'm we we, we trust in god so we you know we, we we pray on it and really um god has moved and you know really just shown us where to where to be um because we didn't like necessarily pick where we serve, um, where we're, well, where we're serving now. Uh, we didn't necessarily pick that particular place. We were forced to go there, uh, you know, but God turned it around and used it, uh, and that's where we grew, uh, in this particular location at the uh, Municipal Service Building. So, um, you know, we just we just trust in uh, his plan uh, for DOPE, and, you know, we just uh, you said it's not easy, um, but as far as, you know, just keeping things safe, we, we just try to keep all of our team members and, and have them, uh, you know, be accountable for certain things, you know, what to look for. And, and then we also just try to, 
we just try to be friendly and relatable so mm-hmm. we can, you know, try to avoid, you know, you know, the hostilities for, for safety reasons that way. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of how we avoid them, of course, guys covering. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, as far as organizing things, like you said, we, we communicate, we have our meetings and uh, we just, that's it, you know, we, we just, we just lay it out and then it doesn't always go exactly how we lay it out, but it always works out for the best, for the best way at the uh, end of the feeding. So, you know, it's, that's Amen. Cool. Amen. God put you guys there for yes. a reason. Amen. I, mm. Look at, look at God. <laughs> it's not where you thought you would be or where you wanted to be, but that's where he wanted you to be. And it works for us because it's a space that we need. It's a location that's convenient for us. The market is free. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it did work out for us. It really has. Wow. Now, he knows best. And I, I, I chuckle sometimes. I ask him when he, you know, tells me to do something sometimes. And I go, really? You sure? Like, really? I don't ask God, you sure? You know? <laughs> You know, but he knows what's best, and that is good. Okay, so when do you go out and serve? How many do you typically serve on a daily basis? We serve every other Saturday, so we'll be serving this Saturday on the thirty-first. Okay, eight o'clock p.m. to ten o'clock. We serve every other Saturday, so sometimes it's two times a month. Sometimes, like this month, has been three, and we typically serve depending upon the weather. It could be anywhere between 150 to, at the, at the very most, I think we served a little over 300. But wow, on the on on average weekend, we served 250. Wow, that is awesome. Praise God. Wow, okay. Praise God. See, you are at the right place at the right time. Look at that. Um, I saw that you guys did an evening event downtown where uh, people were giving haircuts and I saw this on a video, and um, you guys were feeding the homeless. It was music, almost like a block party to me. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly like yeah. yeah, okay. Well, so what, what other types of events have you done for the community, and how has it you know, been making an impact on who you've helped? Um, we, we solely believe um, homeless, homelessness is based for us. That's home for us. Right. But we'll always serve the homeless community. However, we do other events, which we call homeless prevention. So for those homeless prevention events, those events have been um, back to school events. Last year we did three. And at every event, we always serve food. We always serve, we serve food at everything we do. Then we serve food. We did free haircuts. We did um, moon bouncers, face painting. We did a whole lot of stuff. Like we had DJs, live music out there. Um, We also do suicide awareness and prevention events. We're planning one for this year. We'll be having it in the fall. We um, have community-wide mental health first aid trainings, CPR first aid, Narcan training. We've had Christmas events, back to um, holiday events. We did a feed in the community for Thanksgiving. Okay. Uh, yeah, we've, we've done adopt a grandparent for, um, for, uh, for Christmas. So we went to a nursing home and everyone adopted a grandparent for the day. We had a party with them. Oh, that's cool. I like that. You gotta let, a lot of fun. Amen. I got Put that out on our website as well. You know, I want to allow people to see everything that's going on on my end as well. So, and Lois. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Since you're there a photographer, you, you also volunteer, correct? Correct. 
what attracted your attention to becoming a volunteer and a photographer for Duke? Wow, that's a really good question. Well, at first, my attraction for volunteering was out of pure curiosity. As you know, Tracy, my late mother always done outreach ministry work in Philadelphia. So I wanted to see myself, you know, I wanted to see what my mother's attraction was for outreach ministry and what was the purpose of an outreach organization. But I didn't know where to start. So about approximately 19 months ago, I received an invitation from Miss Craig to volunteer for a Saturday night feeding. So after I attended that seminar, um, I made the decision to just try something new that evening, and it was an eye-opening experience for me. Okay. I just realized that you know the purpose for the outreach work and what Miss Craig and the Dope family do that was contributing to our homeless homes. Amen. That's good stuff. And as a, a photographer, to your entrepreneur, right? Yeah. <laughs> Has uh, being a part of the organization helped you in your journey? Yes, it actually has. Being a part of the organization, as you know, I'm a student of the photography imaging department. Right. Actually, taking images for them. It has given me the freedom to utilize my photography skills and knowledge that I attained in front. So instead of just putting the photography into theory, mm -hmm. I'm actually implementing the practice and actually gaining an, a pretty nice fan base, too. That's good. So praise God. So it, it's all working out for everyone. Yes. God does things. He puts everything together for everyone's good. Okay. And I know as, you know, an entrepreneur and, and serving others, it can uh, take up a lot of time. How, and this is for any of you guys, how do you all plan these events and serving the community and still have time for your personal life and family life? My kids with me, the feedings. They participate in those community events with us. Okay. Because they, you know, they need to see what mommy does. They need to see what we do. They need to see why we do it. You know, there's no sense of hiding any of this to them, you know, from them because it's it's, it's reality. This is what really happens. Mm -hmm. Um, so we bring them with us. As far as the personal life, I make time for friends. I, I spend a lot of time with friends and a lot of time with, you know, with my church family. So I do make sure that I keep a balance there because I don't want no personal resentment because I feel like I'm missing something. I'm and we, you got to think, we only serve sometimes two, maybe three times a month. So it's not like okay. it's stopping our lives. We, we we spend a lot of time prep, prepping for our feedings, if I be honest. Yeah. But because we got to make sure that they're right. Right. Um, so it does come through meetings and um, conversations. But outside of that, yeah, we we spend, sometimes a team, like uh, we, we just may have a rap session. We just may go hang out and go out to dinner or just kick it for a while because we just like, you know, let our hair down get to love each other because all we do is work together anyway right so, yes okay that's gonna work so good now as a female entrepreneur what can you tell other women about walking into their purpose and pursuing their dreams that's like you have been? the i would tell them don't wait till the time is perfect you know because every time i talk to women who are interested in pursuing the dream they always say they're going to do it but they're just waiting for the time to be right mm -hmm. and i think that we all need to understand that the timing will never be right it, nothing will ever be perfect. You just got to do it while it's on you and, and just keep moving. Don't look for a reason to stop. Just keep moving. And and it opens itself up to you. And things and doors open. People come. You know, you're blessed. 
just just start is the most important thing I would say. Okay. Well, thank you. Good, good to know. Good. I need that too. I mean, and I do understand that part because even though I don't feel like I'm in my mind, I'm at the right time. I'm supposed to be doing it, but this is how God wanted me to do. You know, I was like, okay, Lord. <laughs> you want me to do the podcast, you know, in bringing me out of my comfort zone. It, it's rough, but I do it because, like you said earlier, there's a purpose. I think, too, that, you, you know, even for people such as yourself, I think you need to understand that um, when you, like you say, it's just like the, the timing right now for me to do it seems odd. The timing seems odd for you, but in God's eyes, it's a perfect time because mm-hmm. if, well, sometimes when things come into fruition and we're premature, you know, we'll, we'll ruin these opportunities, but mm-hmm. it comes after some suffering, after some disappointments, after rejection, that mm-hmm. doors open and blessings come. You handle it differently. You operate differently. You're more cautious with what you do. And more importantly, we seek God before every decision because we know now we can't make it without him. That's so true. I think that just like you and for anybody else that may feel similar to the way you feel right now, mm-hmm. understand that God's timing is perfect. And although you may feel like it's a little late in the game, this is the perfect timing for you. Um, so just go hard because there's an audience for you. There's a group for you. There's a people that, that, you know, that needs to hear from you. And, and I think you owe it to yourself to go hard because you waited too long for it, you know? So I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. So for people who may want to volunteer to help or if they, if people want to volunteer to help, Follow mm-hmm. us on Facebook. I'll make it easy for you. Follow us on Facebook. Okay. Follow us on Instagram at Dope People Doing Dope Things. You'll see the links to the um to the events that we have. We post every event. We are very, very active on social media. Some may say I'm a little too active. I don't know. It's but... okay. It's all good. <laughs> oh, I'm active. active. But, uh, but we're active. Oh, on yeah. I'm active, active. But um, it's a little red kids live fun. But, um, God is good, and <laughs> you'll right. find us on there. <laughs> All right. Don't be bored, I tell you that. <laughs> All right. So we can donate. People can donate um, food and, and monetary donations as well? Yes. Okay. Okay. So up next, it will be on the 31st of this month. Yes. Yeah, this Saturday. Mm-hmm. This Saturday is going to be in front of the municipal building again, right? Yes, yeah, 1401 JFK Boulevard. Yep. All yep. right. Well, I do thank you guys for joining me. Thank, oh, thank you so much. Thank you for having us. You heard it today, how and where to give your time. I'd like to thank you all for joining me on Slightly Unfiltered. And everyone, don't forget to support this cause. You can also check out uh, what's going on our website at www hearts-mended.com for great content and any other events and challenges coming up. So until then, let's get it. Breath, stress, yes, yes, you need it, necessary diseases, fifth, pleaded, superheated, I think what you need is Jesus, but never mind.